everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened. We are coming to you pretty much on fire today. Uh, we've had a nice discussion before the show. There is a lot to go through, so I don't want to waste too much time. I just want to make sure that you guys know wherever you're watching this, make sure you are staying connected somehow to the AGA network. We recommend going straight to aga.network. That's the main uh, platform. Download the AGA, America's Greatest Awakening app on your smart TV, on your phone. All our content will be there because um, we've been shadow banned, apparently, by yeah. YouTube. So mm -hmm. that's wonderful. Uh, as we're really starting to grow on YouTube, it all just stopped. So YouTube, I mean, still find us there. Rumble. And uh, we're really getting a following on Getter, which is cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, so just make sure you guys are staying connected. Uh, I'm Josh, here with Rob and Nate, like usual. Rob, why don't you give everybody the insider number? Yeah, let's, uh, because the whole shadow banning thing on YouTube, you need to get inside information uh, directly to your phone through this uh, through this number. You can text AGA to 330-619-4497. That's AGA to 330-619-4497. You text it, you'll become a part of the texting thing and we'll be sending out uh, information as it comes in. But please follow us on the AGA Network because that's where you can find all of our stuff uncensored. Yeah, right. So <laughs> I was actually going to do this at the end, but I want to just let everybody know that coming up probably within the, I would say it's going to be a couple weeks till we get started, but we're going to be going over The Great Reset in detail. This is Glenn Beck's new book. I know that he's been talking about this for a long time on his show. It's taken him and his team months and months, over a year, probably a year and a half to really put everything together. Cause like he said, everything keeps changing and the information's really hard to get because uh, a lot of this stuff that they're doing, they don't want you to know about because they just want it to happen. And all of a sudden you're going, what? Yeah. So, I thought I was a free person. Yeah. So we're going to break down the information from the book. We're going to dive deeper. He's got all the sources in there, all the footnotes. Um, so yeah, we're just going to really, really investigate and bring that pressure that information to you guys. Cause like he said, the great reset is, is behind everything, everything we're going to talk about today. And we've got a lot. Um, it all goes back to the great reset. So I think, uh, somebody's phone is dingling in here. It's no big deal. Um, we're going to start <laughs> off Dr. Malone. So we went over his podcast with Joe Rogan. Um, what was that last episode? Yeah. And, um, well, there's some new information coming out. He was on, whose show was it? He was on War Room, Steve. War Manning. Room, that's it. Yep. Yep. Okay. And uh, let's just play this clip, and then, Nate, I'll let you kind of explain what's going on here. They're using the language that this is a hemorrhagic fever virus. If that's the case, then it would be very odd that this would be something caused by a coronavirus. That terminology is usually used for viruses in the family of Marburg and Ebola. So this is something that many people have feared is the development of a, uh, a rapidly spreading uh, Ebola-like hemorrhagic fever virus. I, but we have no knowledge of whether that's what's going on here or not. So we don't know if what we're dealing with is a further mutation of the uh, SARS-CoV-2 or related coronavirus, or is it a new threat that's emerging in China? Great. More fun uh, coming out of China. Oh, my word. Yeah, we just, uh, you know, COVID is is in this stage of uh, treatable, I would say. Um, a little, most of the country's back to normal, um, I would say. Most of the country. I would maybe? say, yeah. I mean, honestly, probably like 90%. I, yeah. yeah. So, so now, just in time for your local elections, there's a hemorrhagic <laughs> fever coming out of China. Mm -hmm. And the city in which it's in, they shut down. Uh, just like COVID-19 mm -hmm. uh, in the beginning. And uh, and now this is from rats and rat. Yeah, they said feces it, and the sure, articles yeah. I read were very much the same origins as COVID. Yeah. Animal related than people eating the animals. Yeah. So basically from a lab and then being covered as yep. people same. eating animals. Okay. Yeah. They're not even getting creative at this point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked so well last time. Let's just run it back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, going into 2022 with there had to be another crisis because they've they've sort of beat the COVID one to death. So, I mean, this uh, why would we think they wouldn't throw a hemorrhagic fever on us? It, yeah, it, it makes sense, honestly. And we knew something was going to happen this year. There had to be. It's election be, year. Yep. 
Yep. Nate, do you have anything from that article you wanted to go over with this? Everything he pretty much covered okay. there in the clip. But yeah, I like that. I like how he attacks it. Like he has no idea whether this is related to the, you know, COVID stuff or not, but it's something to keep your eye on for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Just make sure that you're seeing yep. that there's something that could be coming across the shores, you know, and, uh, because and, nobody did this with COVID. Right. So, yeah. And this is not to get anybody worried or fearful in no. any way. It's just pay attention. Uh, keep your eyes and ears open to this kind of, of reporting. Um, and again, like with COVID, I mean, the way it was handled, the way it was originally presented, I mean, looking back, it was like, we didn't need to, we overreacted so much. Right. So let's just, everybody keep a level head. Yeah. It's election year. So we knew something was coming. Yep. And that might not be it. To be honest, there may be other stuff, <laughs> but but at least at least Dr. Malone is talking about something that he knows and that he sees coming on the horizon. Yeah. So speaking of uh, disease and sick people, Nate, why don't you tell us about these poor sick kids in uh, Canada? Oh my, was it my word? Yeah, up in Canada, you got the Ronald McDonald houses in British Columbia and Yukon, Canada, plan to evict child cancer patients and their parents if they don't get the COVID-19 shot by the end of January. So these are sick cancer patient children in the hospital, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. So they've already got, uh, obviously, immunocompromised. And yep. I know that there have been a lot of, you know, people that I know personally who have, you know, either had cancer scares in the past or currently have some sort of leukemia or something. And it's like, they've already been advised, don't get the vaccine because you don't want to add or introduce that, you know, risk. Yep. Right. You're going to put something else for your body to fight in your system. Right. Yeah. And, and they've already evicted a four-year-old with cancer. A four-year-old? Four-year-old with cancer. You can't Can you even believe- get the shot until you're five. I know. I thought. But because the family was not vaxxed, they, they evicted them. How in wow. the world, how in the world can you stand with an organization like that and make those decisions? That's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, they must, it's only the two doses. So (laughs) it's only the two doses, huh? So for now. Okay. Well, that's interesting because this is what the Pfizer CEO had to say about the two doses. The two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. So let me, one more time here. The two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. Very limited protection, if any. If any. If any, if any, just think about that for a second. <laughs> Two doses of the Pfizer vaccine offers very limited protection against Omicron. He's talking about Omicron. If any. Yeah. But a third what one. What are we doing? <laughs> but a third one gives yeah. you reasonable protection. Sure. That's where it starts to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On number seven, it'll start to cover. Right. Uh, just, just complete insanity. The CEO of one of the companies that the government is giving billions of dollars to produce a vaccine mm-hmm. is now coming out and saying, well, the billions of do- your tax dollars that you spent to have all this created and, and injected into your people. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to, we're going <laughs> to chuck it down the road and say, we'll try it again next time. Yeah. And I'm, I, I don't have the report in front of me, but I've read a couple where he, I don't know if it's in the same clip or later on. He says something about the uh, Omicron specific vaccine will be ready in March. So the the booster that is targeting Omicron specifically, that'll be ready in March. Hmm. So if you guys are worried at all, <laughs> there you go. Just to ease your mind. Mm. Wow. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So sick kids in Canada. That That's uh yeah. I just saw this quote. It's interesting. A worker for the Ronald McDonald house said, what we're doing is protecting the safety of everybody in the house, but you can still transmit. Right. So, right. Yeah. Boy, that sounds like some stuff that we're going to get into here in a little bit, uh, happening. Oh, I mean, we've already talked about that in America, but it, I don't know if it's all about patient safety. Yeah, it, it can't be, it cannot be because you're sending them home. <laughs> They're cancer. Exactly. <laughs> they're, you're treating them for a disease that they're essentially dying from. Yeah. Right. And you're basically just signing their death sentence. Yeah. Yep. You're sending them home saying, good luck. You're evicted now. Go deal with cancer on your own. I, I mean, the, the pure evil and cruelty of people like uh, of that, that can be, 
I don't know how you want to say it, form, formed in mankind yeah. has really shown itself, and it's ugly. We're going to see it throughout the show today because the video is at the end of this program. Yeah. Uh, a baton to the face. I mean, like. Just hard hearts. Hard hearts, evil people. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mm. Freedom is something that the enemy cannot deal with. He no. cannot deal with you having any freedom. No, and it's a it's a full on it's a full war right now, full on attack on that. Um, Nate, anything else with Ronald McDonald House? Nope. Any okay. So then we wanted to discuss some more Anthony Fauci fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rand Paul and him. We just Ooh. need to get we need to get the the actual boxing. Uh, Can we do yeah. MMA? <laughs> MMA cage, you know, and like stick them in there. See what happens. Oh my gosh. Joe Rogan be, commentates. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> or he just jumps in for a little added fun. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, Fauci, this guy is a straight up liar. Yep. And, and um, he's the highest paid public official in the country. And what's interesting is he is, has said multiple times, you know, questioning science is, or questioning me is questioning science you know, in essence, I am science. Um, it's like you, you're our employee, your government official. We, you know, you're paid by us. You work for us. We don't work for you. Right. Um, but yeah, so we've got this clip here. Go ahead. Did you have something? No, go ahead. Okay. All right. So this is uh, Rand Paul questioning Fauci a little bit more about uh, COVID. Do you think it's a great success what's happened what? so far? Do you think you, the lockdowns are good for our kids? Do you think we slowed down the death rate? More people have died now under President Biden than did under President Trump. You are the one responsible. You are the architect. You are the lead architect for the response from the government. And now 800,000 people have died. Right. So you think it's a, a winning success what you've advocated for government? Um, Senator, first of all, <clears throat> if you look at everything that I said, you accuse me of in a monolithic way telling people what they need to do. Everything that I've said has been in support of the CDC guidelines. Wear a mask, get boosted. And you've advocated to make it coercive take, and take done a look before, at everything you've advocated that I've said. that it be done by mandate. Right. You've advocated that your infallible opinion be dictated by law. Right. Infallible voucher. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! This word. guy will not take responsibility for anything. You know, earlier I believe in this same um, back and forth. You know, he was Fauci was using the the eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand deaths. You know, as kind of like support for more COVID kind of implementation thing. Then Paul kind of turns it around on him and says, "Well, you know, the, all these people have died under your." watch like right. you're the one who's been giving you know giving the advice and everything for everybody that's caused this nine hundred thousand deaths and then fauci's like oh well that was the cdc exactly <laughs> come on that wasn't me they i was just telling you what they were saying yeah and yet you're the one forcing mandates you're the one doing all this stuff he's he one of the things i love about Rand paul is he labels it correctly you know, the talking over each other, whatever people can say he's disrespectful. I just think he's trying to say you're lying. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. He labels him correctly. He is the architect. He was the architect under Trump and he's the architect under Biden. Yeah. There is no other man responsible for what is going on in this country because it's been through both. It's been through two administrations that he has been the one making the policies, the mandates, the stuff. And so he can push off on whoever he wants to push off on. But what is true is Trump believed him and didn't fire him. Biden believes him, didn't fire him. And it, so everything that they've tried to do in the last year, mandates, you know, pushing this, this experimental drug on everybody, lockdowns, masks, double mask, triple mask, whatever, more people have died since the vaccines came out than died before they came out. And yet Fauci's continuing to, to be the one recommending everything. Yeah. At what point does he get held accountable? And I love that Rand Paul is doing everything he can to hold him accountable. Yeah. And this, this is buried in, I mean, they're, they're talking about more about him saying under his breath that Rand Paul was a moron than they're talking about this statement that we just played. And that's why I think that, that we have to pull the truth out of this stuff. You know, he is the architect. Let's just, Fauci is the architect of mm -hmm. what's going on in America. 
And if we can acknowledge that, then we can say, well, well maybe we need a new architectural firm. <laughs> yeah, I like what you said about him being the architect in America, but there's been some new reporting. This kind of flows right into the next thing with the uh, Project Veritas release. Um, he might be the architect of everything that's going on in the world. As it's far as easy. Goes. It's easy to be an architect of the response when you were the architect of the cause of the uh, problem. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know if anybody, wa I mean, if, if you haven't heard about the gain of function, you know, we can always do another show where we go back and kind of detail all that, but essentially um, correct me if I'm telling this, this wrong, but gain of function is where you're taking something like a virus and you're increasing its function essentially. So you're making a virus that's not transmissible to humans, transmissible to humans. And that is the virus is gaining a function that it didn't have or wouldn't have had naturally. in the natural. Yeah. So gain of function research is something that has been highly reported on. It's been controversial, blah, blah, blah. And, um, it like go back and look at like Glenn Beck special that he did kind of detailing all this and gain of function was something that the U S government said, we, we're not going to fund this. It's dangerous. We're not going to do it. And by all accounts, Fauci has still funded gain of function research at that Wuhan lab in China. He has, and it's proven in the documents that he has. And I think that, well, you know, I think that the, the government has always tried to be out ahead of things. Of course they were using bioweapons and that's the whole part of the research, but little did they know that our tax dollars were going to be spent on something that was created that would inflict and kill over 800,000 Americans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how many globally, who knows? Right. So this, this just came out. Oh, Nate, was this end of last week, Friday? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. So uh, if you haven't heard like project Veritas, I'm just going to kind of read from this article here. They've obtained a separate report to the inspector general of the department of defense written by us Marine Corps major Joseph Murray, a for former DARPA fellow. Now DARPA is defense against research projects agency. It's an agency under the U S department of defense in charge of facilitating research and technology with potential military applications. The report states that EcoHealth Alliance approached DARPA in March 2018, okay, seeking funding to conduct gain-of-function research of bat-borne coronaviruses. The proposal, named Project Diffuse, was rejected by DARPA over safety concerns and the notion that it violates the basis gain-of-function research moratorium. According to the documents, NIAID, under the direction of Dr. Fauci, went ahead with the research in Wuhan, China, and at several sites across the United States. Quote, the proposal, this is straight from the document, and, and Project Veritas gave the links to the documents. I went and looked it up, screenshot, probably on the screen right now. Uh, the proposal does not mention or assess potential risks of gain-of-function research. That's a direct quote from the rejection letter. The proposal does not mention or assess the risk of gain of function research, meaning the proposal was asking for gain of function, mm -hmm. right. but it didn't or address the risks. Right. And so they refused it. Right. And Fauci goes behind everyone's back, uh, the public's back. I mean, it's public dollars. It's our, how many, it's our money. How many billions have been spent yeah. through Fauci's NAIAD uh, and other, other organizations that he's distributing the money for has now, they, they said, oh, well, the, the government defense agencies for the United States said, we don't want to do it because there's too high of a risk of this thing going wild. And Fauci says, yeah, I don't care what you guys want. I'm going to go do it. Yep. That to me is an indictment on the architect. <laughs> yep. And, and he has been, I don't know how many times now on um, under oath uh, in Congress saying, I've never funded gain of function research. Rand Paul has, has hammered him multiple times about this and he's lied about it mm -hmm. over and over. My question is when are the people, so we see this on TV all the time. We see people go in front of Congress and lie proven in documents, even while they're talking where we can look through the documents and say, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. And yet no one is held accountable. No one is held accountable. Yeah. It just, I, you've got laptops floating around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes me wonder, and this is just a little speculation, but how many, how, how much corruption is in Congress? You know what I mean? Is it, is it a hundred percent? Is it every single person in Congress? I don't is know. Is that why certain things get no push from anybody? 
so so a man comes out with a laptop uh, from Hunter Biden, and we see pictures off of it. We know it's true. Mm. The laptop disappears. Yep, man disappears. No one's held held accountable for any of that. You got servers in the bathroom of the Clinton's house. You know where they're they're supposed to everything. If you're an elected official, all your emails have to go through the same server. Everything is protected, and then you're doing this in the bathroom of your house. You got your own server sending your own emails to Chinese diplomats and all this stuff, and no one is held accountable. And then, as Glenn Beck said yesterday on a show, uh, he is betting that Hillary is going to be the Democrats' number one candidate for 2024. She's not been held accountable for what she's done breaking the law in the 40 years she's been in, in elected office or at least hanging on to her husband's coattails. Mm-hmm. How in the world can that happen in the United States? We have a Congress. We have judges. We have, like, is is it all corrupt? That's my question. Is it all corrupt? Well, uh, so you're talking about Supreme Court and... <laughs> judges and things so i mean man you guys just keep giving me the transitions i love this. I'm trying so. to tee it up for you <laughs> all right so I, I don't know if everybody's heard this by now but we are going to play it because it's interesting supreme court justice sotomayor um not exactly very knowledgeable when it comes to her numbers um with uh with covid so let me just kind of play this this is an interview with uh rochelle walensky She's on Fox News with Brett Baer, and uh, he's asking her about Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor's comments. And then it's real interesting. Walensky's deflection in her answer is uh, pretty interesting here. Watch this. You you just heard about the U.S. Supreme Court currently deciding the fate of the president's vaccine mandates. In the questioning, Justice Sonia Sotomayor made this statement. We have over 100,000 children which we've never had before in, in serious condition and uh, many on ventilators. Now, we can find from Friday suggests there are fewer than 3,500 current pediatric hospitalizations from COVID-19. Is that true? Yeah, but, you know, here's what I can tell you about our pediatric hospitalizations now. First of all, the vast majority of children who are in the hospital are unvaccinated. And for those children who are not eligible for vaccination, we do know that they are most likely to get sick with COVID if their family members aren't vaccinated. So the most important thing we can do for those children to keep them out of the hospital is to vaccinate them and to vaccinate their family members around them. Understood. But the number is not 100,000. It's roughly 3,500 in hospitals now. It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was not spin. taking any of that. No, he was not. All the spin. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back and he goes, no, the number's not 100,000, right. it's 3,500. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so I, I love it. So he says, so it's fewer than 3,500, right? Yeah, but propaganda, 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 <laughs> propaganda. And he's like, no, 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 no. Right. It, it, it's not 100,000, it's 3,500. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So much spin. I wonder, like on the text that morning, it must have said, do not, do not talk about the hundred thousand that the, that the Supreme Court justice talked about. Talk about something else. Spin it, spin it, spin it. Yeah. This could hurt us. You think about that though. She's, she's using a, now this is, they're talking about these vaccine mandates at the Supreme Court and she's, the Supreme Court justice is using information of, oh, there's a hundred thousand children in hospitals and many on ventilators. No, there's not. There's fewer than 3,500. Where, where are you getting your numbers from that you're going to rule on this, on this, these mandates? 97,000 turnaround. Yeah, you're just a little bit off. <laughs> My goodness. I, and then, okay, so I'm just going to play. Uh, Peter Ducey was asking, um, oh, Jen Saki. I can never remember her name because I always want to call her Peppermint Patty. That's what Dan Bongino calls her. I love it. But uh he really hammers her about this. You guys have been very aggressive countering COVID misinformation. So what do you guys think about COVID misinformation coming from the Supreme Court and Sonia Sotomayor's false claim that over 100,000 children are in serious condition, many on ventilators? Well, I'm not going to speak to Supreme Court arguments or statements uh, made in those arguments. Uh, but I will tell you that what is at stake here is our effort to protect health workers and most importantly, protect patients really (laughs) really okay so we're really really focused on protecting patients all right 
So let's see. I've just got a couple quotes here. So I pulled, these are both from um, local Fox stations. Uh, first one's in Arizona. Quote, a health system operating in Arizona announced a critical staff crisis and updated its guidance to allow COVID positive health employees to continue working. COVID positive staff who are improving mildly, sympt- mildly symptomatic or asymptomatic do not require isolation, but are required to wear N95 masks for up to 10 days of positive symptoms or testing. These measures are supported by the CDC. This is what the, these people, oh, I'm sorry, that was from California. So they're, they're doing this in California too. Facilities and providers should have asymptomatic COVID-19 positive workers interact only with COVID-19 positive patients to the extent possible. They're, they're telling COVID positive healthcare workers to come to work. Yeah. So it's not about patient, patient health. But they're firing all the unvaccinated workers because they could have COVID at some point, but they're telling the people who do have COVID to come to work. These poor nurses, honestly. Oh, yeah. It's week by week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not being up with, oh, now I can go to work. Oh, yeah. now I can't. Right. Like, I can't fathom. And how about, how about, so you have an unvaccinated nurse. She's fired. Mm-hmm. She's healthy. She doesn't have COVID. She's coming to work. She's busting her butt. Uh, and, you know, with, with the staffing shortages, it's a nightmare out there right now. But- She's doing everything she can and she gets fired. You have a vaccinated nurse positive with COVID come on into work. What? And you wonder why people don't believe anything anybody says anymore. Yeah. It, because it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. And we're seeing it all across the country, not just these two. I mean, we're seeing it here in Ohio and we're, we're seeing this, narrative that what the government says is correct no matter what don't question us and you saw it there Mm -hmm. in the cdc you saw it you know every everywhere people are talking about the government's reaction to this it always comes down to don't question it what are you doing questioning me about what the supreme court justice said because jen saki you're on the podium every day lecturing the world about misinformation and now somebody on your team has misinformation and you don't want to address it. That's why the world is ticked. Exactly. And it's not just a little bit of misinformation or she was a little off. It was completely wrong. I mean, the opposite, complete opposite end of the truth. Yeah. I, and it's just, and of course, I know what is the federal employees response? I, I don't comment on Supreme court cases. I bet you we could find some clips where you do. <laughs> yeah. I bet you. We it's can. not worth our time, but I'm sure they're out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, vaccine mandate being decided upon by the Supreme Court, I was talking to my wife about this and I said, you know, I honestly don't care what they say. Like Supreme Court can say, yeah, the mandates are unconstitutional. They come out and say they are constitutional. Keep going. Uh, I've never once gone to the Supreme Court for my health checkup or my annual physical. Never once. Uh-uh. They don't They don't know who I am. Uh, they can't prescribe me medicine. Why would I listen to anything they say about my health? You know what I mean? Like, I, why, why are the mandates being decided by the Supreme Court? Like, it has, this is these are this is individual personal health, right? We're talking about. But see, your health affects everybody else's health now. I mean, the people in Arizona are worried about your uh, right your blood work now. I mean, seriously, <laughs> like you could affect them, and it it doesn't make sense. No doesn't make sense it never has and it never will but i'm hoping that the answers are in the great reset i'm i'm excited to dive <laughs> into that because we want answers they they war gamed all this mm-hmm. so i mean the world economic forum war gamed a mass pandemic pandemic um in 2019 was 2019. It right before it happened right yeah. oh of course yeah. right before it happened and now they're war gaming in a total global economic collapse that's another thing to keep your eye on you know we talked at the top of the show about the new whatever uh, ebola like virus in china or whatever the mumblings about that but what you're talking about right now is another thing to keep your eye on this financial situation yeah so they are they have war gamed mm-hmm. in 2019 or sorry in 2021 they war gamed Uh, a total economic global collapse. And what would they do to take control when that happens? So they did it about a pandemic and look what control they've taken globally because of this. And now they've war gamed the economic collapse. Uh, I'm not so sure that we don't need to be looking at that pretty closely over the next, uh, (laughs) over the next month or so. And, and here's the thing, you know, COVID came on the scene quickly. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was a quick hitter. I think that the global economic collapse is not going to be a, a tiered collapse. I think it's going to be a one day you go to bed, the next day you wake up and the banks are breaking empty. news, breaking news, yep. economic collapse. The dollar's worth nothing. The yen is worth nothing. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a whole new global currency. It's going to be tied to um, blockchain technology. And uh, if you're if you're a white male, uh, you get one eighth of every dollar that's given to every other person because you're the problem. Yep. That's a good If you point. read the world economic forum, that's, <laughs> that, what, that's exactly another, what it is. That's a good example for the equity. Yeah. If, if, if you still don't fully understand like what they mean when they say equity. So that's a great example. So they could, that's a lot of talk about the digital dollar. Yes. So they could say, okay, you have however many six months to convert all your real money, your cash, your, you know, your U S dollars into U S digital dollars. And, yeah. um, I'm going to step out on a limb. Yeah. and say, that ain't ever going to happen. They're not going to do that. They're going to collapse everything and then reset be. from zero. Like whatever mm-hmm. you have, and this is my own personal opinion, I think that they're not going to give a, they're not going to give you a chance to convert things. It's just going to be the dollar's worth nothing. Now here's the new global currency mm. and, uh, and you get to have some of it maybe, but you're white and male and that's probably not going to be much. <laughs> yeah. Enemy. You're absolutely right. I mean, and you know, like thinking of, um, socialism and i know that's really not what we're facing but i mean it kind of feels like it but in socialism people think you know the people that are for it right think oh these wealthy people like you know i'm poor or i don't have a lot i want more you're not going to get more so what happens is they take the middle class and they detract from the middle class until they reach the level of they they don't they're not going to bring anybody from below up they're right. taking everybody from above down. Right. And you're seeing that in America. So, you know, uh, you go to the grocery store. I know um, Bear Shelves, is it Bear Shelves Biden? Mm-hmm. Empty, yeah. Empty Shelves Biden yep. is uh, trending on Twitter. I've been taking pictures locally, different grocery stores, uh, all these empty shelves. It's crazy. Every aisle, you go up and down there, massive sections, entire shelves, sometimes entire aisles that are just, there's nothing there. And it's like, hmm, I'm pretty sure they're not, going to other countries and improving the conditions in other countries to where they don't have empty shelves. No, no, no. Now America is going to have empty shelves. Right. It only makes sense that you only can have two classes of citizens, the ruling elites and all the other people and the ruled, right? The ruling and the ruled. Yes. And so that's what they're going for. But I, I believe that if they've war gamed it, it's already afoot. Mm -hmm. I mean, Soros is tanked currencies all around the world to upset governments they could tank every currency in the world and i'm not i'm not in fear whatever but i'm just saying that we need to be aware that it's not just a it's not just a a new ebola or uh another covid strain i think this goes much deeper uh it's much darker than what we've seen at this point we know that just by reading the documents of the world economic forum they want to rule the world They want Mm -hmm. to rule the world and they don't. And America is the only thing standing in the way of the, the global elites making every decision for everybody on the planet. America is the only one standing in the way. Now, my question is, are we awake enough to know that we're the only one standing in the way? Because you watch protests all over the world and they're holding up American flags saying freedom, freedom, freedom. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, we do have some protest videos. I think well, the first one here, let's uh, let's take a look at this one from Amsterdam. brutal that was a billy club to the head oh what is wrong with these people like, okay so so in this clip in this clip they were peacefully protesting yeah they were peacefully mm-hmm. protesting yep. and the police said we are not allowing you to protest on this street so they released the dogs and all the police with their billy clubs and started beating people in the face who had no weapons. Now, the one guy did. The one guy had a weapon. But most of the people didn't. 
There's and always agitators. There's always agitators, and they're probably FBI agents, whatever. <laughs> but but here's <laughs> coming up next. <laughs> coming up next, another another January sixth embedded in. Never mind. Uh, we'll stop with that. But not a conspiracy. But um, so they they're beating people. Now the guy that has the the billy club is obviously there to instigate and to attack. Everyone else, the women there, they were not they were not there to beat the police. Right. You know what I mean? They were there to protest and this these are all from this past weekend. All these clips are from the 6th, 7th, 8th, I I believe. Yeah, all these clips we're going to see, they're from all around the world. The world is on fire, everybody. The world is on fire and it's all about the COVID passes, the, the, the Vax passes. They're calling them different things in different countries, but it is, the world is on fire. And we in America are thinking, oh great, we're going to, our shelves at Walmart are empty. These people are freaking getting beat in the face with a billy club because they went and said, you know what? Uh, we are not going to stand for you taking all of our freedoms away. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that looking at these protests and the, what's happening in other countries is very important because it's it's telling us what's coming. Well, like we know we're the last ones to, to deal with this stuff. These other I mean, this is already happening, happening in these other countries. Yeah, it is. And we we had the episode. If you want to go back into the archives of mm-hmm. our episodes, go back and look at the Austria episode um, where we talked about the man that was doing the video that we played, uh, he said, we are the Petri dish for America. Like Mm -hmm. we're the, we're, we're, they're, they're experimenting on Austrians because they have no guns and they're seeing what's going to happen and how they're going to rise up. And if they're just passive and don't rise up, then they're going to continue pushing them until they break. And that hasn't happened here. Although today is the day that they're voting in, in Washington state about whether they can put you in a FEMA camp because you don't have a vaccine. And your kids have to be vaccinated with the COVID vaccine to get into school. They're talking about that today. They're voting on it today in, in Washington. And we're, and the rest of America is like, oh, what's on American Idol tonight or whatever's on? I don't watch TV, but like whatever, what's on American Idol tonight, you know? And these people are, are standing for freedom, getting beaten in the head and show, show some other videos. I mean, it, it's crazy. Yeah, let's look at... Uh Kazakhstan. An eerie calm has returned to parts of Kazakhstan after another night of unrest. The sound of gunfire in the city of Almaty as troops try to re-establish control. By daylight, the streets were scarred by days of violence, but cleared of trouble for now, leaving residents worrying about what happens next. At night, when we hear explosions, I am scared. It hurts to know that young people are dying. I am a mother myself. It hurts my heart a lot. Kazakhstan security forces are now under orders to shoot troublemakers on sight after a somber address from their president. Terrorists continue to damage public and private property and use weapons against citizens. I gave an order to law enforcement agencies and the army to shoot to kill without warning. He has stayed in power with the help of all this. Russia has sent in thousands of troops, with many more on standby, leading forces from a number of nations. He used a word there. I don't know if you guys know which one I'm talking about that I think is very interesting. Um to Americans that we need to be aware of. You know what word I'm talking about? Fire away. Terrorists. Yeah, they're yeah. terrorists. Yeah. So what has for been... For standing there, he said that. Exactly. It's funny, it's funny how Ted Cruz sort of got in trouble for saying that. Ah, yes. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> stupid of him. Um, but it's, it's interesting that they have been trying to... I don't know how I want to put it. Um, create this narrative... Um, normalize the concept that Americans who disagree with the government are terrorists. Yeah. It goes back to president Trump. They're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And he was right. And he was right. And And so many, so many people were asleep at that point. Yeah. Like, nah, they ain't coming after us. Well now look, Mm -hmm. I mean, these people and, and the story, you won't find it by the way, don't go to Google. Like, don't don't go to Google to search anything because well, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, let me just throw that up on the screen real quick. So this is a this is a screenshot from right before the show. I was just doing some more research on the DARPA thing, so I just typed in some keywords: Fauci, DARPA, email leak, Veritas, 
And what popped up? It looks like these results are changing quickly. If this topic is new, it can sometimes take time for results to be added by reliable sources. I've never seen that on Google before in my life. Right. Yeah. They're censoring all of it. Oh, and the, by the way, every, every search result under that was a, a fact check. Oh, fact check. Yeah. Mm. Fact checkers come out before the facts are even talked about. Yeah. No articles, none, none of the original documentation, not even the Project Veritas report itself and all the links that it had to all the documents to prove that's what, what they were saying is true. Nope. Just this and fact checks. It's got to get past Fauci <laughs> to get our Google. <laughs> it appears. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Google is now compromised. I mean, completely compromised. Completely you compromised. You can't I mean, use it. No, you can't use it. And so, so what we're talking about in Kazakhstan, you cannot go to Google and find truth about it. Um, you got to go on another search engine, you know, what a duck, duck go or whatever. You got to go somewhere else to find it. But here's the deal. They, they said, we are not standing for you to take our freedom away. And the right. president said, Pretty much my translation, it's not about your freedom. It's about government responsibility and control. So they riot, They rioted. They marched the streets. They were confronted by military and they won. And the military had to retreat. Mm. And so they call Russia and Putin says, you know, I'm over here dealing with this other deal. Um, and I don't know that I really want to come to your rescue, but I'll send 10,000 troops your way. And so now they've got Russia now coming in the north of Kazakhstan, protecting, going at, they, they shoot out, Russia shoots off all their, their missiles from Kazakhstan, mm. like for satellites and all that. They get their oil from Kazakhstan because they're on the, they're on the water. So, so now he's going in invading another country as he's done other countries. And is, is starting to do again. Yep. Um, so he goes into this country to stabilize the country. And what is happening? The people who say we want freedom, the, the president of the country says, I've given orders to the military, shoot and don't, don't announce you're going to shoot. Shoot to kill and you don't have to announce yourself. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. And, and he says, shoot the terrorists who are right. attacking the citizens or whatever, however he put it. But that's what, I mean, Joe Biden, the supposed president of the United States who's going to unify the country, has labeled half the country as terrorists yeah. before. It's crazy. And there's so many people that are going to just say, oh, well, that's Kazakhstan. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's not. Well, you saw from uh, Kamala Harris. Don't start talking like a Republican. Mm -hmm. Yet another example, as if we need any more, another example of this is who they're targeting. If you have a conservative bone in your body, mm -hmm. anything at all, anything, they're coming for you. Yeah. And, and go ahead. No, go ahead. And don't be fooled. There's 250 million conservatives in yep. the country. They, they, they label you with an R and a D, but there's way more conservatives than there are anything else in this country. And the problem is, they have segmented us so far away from each other that unity has power. That's why they're trying to get unity on mm -hmm. their side, but we have unity on our side. And the problem is, is that at this point, we don't have a lot of people. Thank goodness for Rand Paul and Ted Cruz and some other people that are holding these people, Jim Jordan from Ohio, yeah. the great, the yeah. great Buckeye, yep. um, Jim Jordan, man, holding these people, but they're holding back the wave of tyranny and communism and it's just a few of them and we have 250 million conservatives in the country probably a conservative number um and yet they've separated us so much that we don't even agree on the simplest things yeah you're absolutely right and you know the the more things kind of develop and, and the the more i listen to stuff and read things and all this and that I, I really do not like the Republican Democrat labels because um, I, I really do believe that there's a large percentage of people that are registered Democrats that are looking at everything going, I don't, I don't agree with exactly. this. And, and it, to me, it doesn't come down to, well, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat. It comes down to, do you believe in freedom yes. or do you want to be completely ruled by a, a handful of elites and, and have everything decided for you and have absolutely no say? 
you're in one of those two parties and, and that's it. It's not whether you're a Democrat or I don't care. That doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And, and what you said is correct. Do you want to be ruled or do you want to have freedom? Exactly. That's, that's it. it. Yep. So, so I think 250 million is probably a, uh, you know, it's probably very small compared to what is really out there. Yeah. But, but the key is, is are you going to stand for freedom? And my question isn't for America. My question isn't for America. Are you going to stand for freedom? We all should be in. We all should be in Washington State right now, standing with our Washington brothers and sisters, who standing for freedom today. Because many of them, if this goes through, um, and don't let. It, by the way, you, we talked about Google. So I I got the actual flyer of what was going on from someone who lives in Washington. Uh, yes. um, that flyer I got, and it said this is what's going to happen. Number two. I go on Google and I search and it, the first page of Google about this meeting was all about how there's a bunch of misinformation. They're not really talking about that. That was just a suggestion. They're not really doing it. But the document that came out was an official document from the school board in, in Washington. I, I have it. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, read it. So this, yeah, this, I mean, this is what came out and they, they're telling you this isn't true. It says Washington COVID detainment emergency on January 12th at 9.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. The Washington State Board of Health will discuss applying current infectious disease WAC codes to include COVID-19 for all Washington State residents. See the listed below policies. Allowing local health officers to use law enforcement to force an emergency order to involuntarily detain a person or group of persons, families, to be isolated in a quarantine facility following refusal to voluntarily comply with requests for medical examination, testing, treatment, counseling, and vaccination. These specifics come from uh, WAC 246-100, including the COVID-19 injections as part of the school immunization requirements. Yeah. So when you pull up uh, WAC 246-100 and it's other number 070, it says the enforcement of local health officer orders. In essence, there's three points in there. I can't read them all to you right now, but it pretty much says that any health officer is now a police officer and can enforce the law or any health rule as a an officer of the law. And it's kind of like what the New York law proposed law said. Um, I forget the exact language. It was pretty much anybody like they get to decide what is a threat to public health right. for whatever reason. I mean, you could be vaccinated and they could say, yeah, but you know what? The vaccines I haven't been proven. Do you, do you have your third booster? No. Well, you could get Omicron, obviously. So now we got to detain you as well. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And in there it's saying we're going to detain you in a, in a facility with no, there's no ending date. There's, I was just going to say, it didn't say a time frame. Doesn't say a time frame. We can keep you there for three years, five years. Mm -hmm. It and, just brings back Kaylee Hodgson. Yeah. Like, Australia. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a clone of that story. Really. Yeah. Now, now this is the interesting thing. You, you mentioned how, you know, we talked about Washington state and then you talked about New York and obviously where all the liberals live, this is all going like gangbusters, but here's the deal that they're not there's not somebody sitting in Washington state writing this, this law. Mm -hmm. They're just copying and pasting them from liberal hacks who want to control the country sitting in Washington and saying, Hey, pass this law, pass this law. This will get us closer to the tyranny that we want. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, to come back real quick to like that whole uh, your conservative number of how many people right. in the country want freedom versus being ruled. This was interesting. I don't know how, I don't know if you guys saw this, but this came out, well, I guess it was yesterday, but I think this was from over the weekend. So many people have actually left California that U-Haul doesn't have trucks to rent because the way U-Haul works. So people in California would rent a U-Haul truck and then move to whatever state they're going to. And then people from other states would rent U-Hauls and move into California. And then they would just you know, that's just kind of how U-Haul works. Like you just cycle the trucks around. Nobody's coming into California. Everybody's leaving. Nobody's coming in. So they have no trucks yeah. in California. It, it, it is a different kind of epidemic though. I believe there's a bigger problem here and not to be the downer, but 
<laughs> your voting trends, your voting trends in conservative states like Texas, right, are now going to be a problem because you got all the liberals moving from California. And here's the thing: I'm glad if they move, but they better change their voting habits. No, yeah, but that was my point: was that all these people? You don't tell me that everybody who's f- fleeing these states like California are all conservative Republicans. No. These are, these are people that are registered Democrats that are saying, I don't like this. I got to get out. Right. Well, I hope that they are aware enough to realize why it's like that. They voted that way. Exactly. You voted for it. Right. And if they go to Texas and vote that way, we're all in trouble. Right. Yeah. And that, that's, that is the fear that people just don't understand the problem and they won't be able to escape it because they're going to keep it with them. Right. And, and so, yeah, it didn't work in California because the weather was too good or whatever. Now we're going somewhere else. No, I'm, I'm telling you, we, we have to watch this. This is something that we have to watch very closely in local elections in other states, in other conservative states, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Florida, yeah. Texas. Well, you also got to watch to where all those, um, the illegal migrant or, you know, migrants from the border were shipped to. Oh yeah. Conservative states. Yep. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I, I would have loved to send the bus that came downtown in our city. I'd like to send that right to Delaware. Yeah. <sighs> Put it on their doorstep. I mean, wherever you're watching from, it's happening in your area. Oh, this yeah. Stuff. They're, they're dropping them at 2 o'clock in the morning. A whole busload right downtown. Yeah. And then the next morning, you see outside of McDonald's, you see sleeping bags. And we are by no means a metropolitan uh no, thank goodness. City. We won't, so, we won't disclose that at all, no. but yeah, we're not a metropolitan city, but they're doing it in our city as well. So I, I, that's my biggest concern. I, yes, Washington state conservatives, we are with you. We want to highlight this. We want to, if you, if you by chance want to be on the show and talk about what's going on yeah. in your state, we want to have you on the show and talk about what's going on in Washington. Cause this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think I've got another protest. Do you want to watch the one from Japan? Yeah. Let's look at this. For everybody listening to this, they're saying stop vaccine passports. Stop PCR test negative certificate. No COVID vaccine for children. save our children I, this is happening everywhere it is it is everywhere everywhere and i think there's a clip in there in the show prep uh there's a clip from washington or from albany. new york albany new york i was gonna end on that because i really like the song <laughs> it was really catchy yeah but before we do that if we're gonna end on that just prior to that um the the whole canada pastor deal oh well you know what before we go there yeah let me just show some some of these images that nate pulled from some of these protests this first one let me does this look familiar to anybody this move i thought we weren't supposed to do this didn't this ignite the world this is was painted on murals all across the country at one point i can't breathe or whatever yeah Yeah. okay so there's one um here's another one i this is sick yeah yeah 100 and then um i mean they're they're just beating these people yeah look at their faces yeah uh, all right cheer us up with some pastor talk oh i don't know <laughs> this will cheer anybody up but uh but in in canada let me pull the article in canada pastors face up to five years in prison under new canadian law against biblical sexuality A new law that goes into effect this week in Canada threatens to criminalize Christianity, according to pastors who have been in prison for keeping their churches open during COVID lockdowns. Bill C-4, which bans conversion therapy, is so broad that it defines biblical marriage and sexuality as a myth and can be used against pastors, parents, and counselors who either speak against homosexuality or transgenderism or who counsel a person to adhere to biblical lifestyle. So if you're a parent and you're, you have a conversation with your child to say, you know what, this may not be the best course of uh, course for your life to be transgender or homosexual or whatever. Uh, And you say, you know, I don't, I just, I think you might want to rethink that you've just broken the law. You're in five years in jail. 
no questions. Your kids can report you. You're done. Let alone pastors who open up the scripture and say, listen, um, according to the constitution for my life, um, the Bible, um, it says that this is not a good thing. And, you know, many times. <laughs> and, and so if you say that in Canada, this is not proposed. This is not proposed. Now the Washington state thing, they're going to vote on it today, but, or as we're recording this, but this is not proposed. It went into effect last week and it, it defines, that means as of January 8th, 2022, it will be against the law to preach, teach and counsel regarding God's design for marriage and sexuality. That's a quote from Andrew D. Bartolo. Man, it goes back to my, it's literally their strategy is renouncing Christ without actually doing it. Yeah. Like in their policies and procedures that these pastors have to follow, they are inherently denying Christ if they just go along with it. Mm -hmm. They are. And they want to force you into that cattle uh, yep. corral to say, you can, you can call yourself a Christian. Yep. You just can't believe anything that the Bible teaches yeah. and you sure can't talk about it. Yep. So, um, but you can call yourself a Christian or a Muslim or whatever, yep. but you can't believe in any of that stuff. No, it's, I mean, it's the, is this like the first big step toward, uh, the Bible is hate speech as far as like some, something being enacted into law where oh, you can, yeah. they've, yeah. I mean, I know that it's this true. isn't the, obviously the first attack, but I mean, now in Canada, in a major country, you can go to jail for preaching yeah. out of the Bible, parts yep. of the Bible. Here's another quote that just, you know, everyone who knowingly causes another person to undergo conversion therapy, that's the definition of that would be. Do you want me to read it? Cause yeah. it's, they, I mean, conversion therapy, it sounds like, oh, that's intense. It it's the definition is the pseudoscientific practice of attempting to change an individ individual sexual orientation from homosexual or bisexual to heterosexual or their gender identity from transgender to cisgender using psychological, physical, or spiritual intervention. So basically what you said before to sit down with a young person who is struggling with their sexuality and say, listen, let me show you what the Bible says about this. Let's, let's try to understand this through, through Jesus, through the word. Mm -hmm. Can't do that. Nope. Nope. Illegal. Illegal. That's unbelievable. So this is, this is, uh, this is the actual quote. Everyone who knowingly causes another person to undergo conversion therapy, including by providing conversion therapy to that other person is guilty of indictable offense and liable for imprisonment for a term of not more than five years. Since similarly, everyone who knowingly promotes or advertises conversion therapy is guilty of an indictable offense and liable of imprisonment for a term of not more than two years. So if you just have an ad in the newspaper that says, Hey, we're going to do a Bible study on biblical Christianity and marriage. You've now, you're now liable for two years. Yeah. Even if you don't talk to anybody, you just run the ad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now this is, this is insane. I mean, yeah. we said that about, I've said that about a million things today, but this I know is it's crazy. Canada, but it hits home. It does. I mean, that really yeah. hits home. Yeah. Like it's, it wouldn't be surprising if that's here within the months. Well, and, and remember, so it, it, the definition, psychological, physical, or spiritual interventions. I mean, we're just talking about the spiritual intervention of it. I mean, if you've got a child who's like, Hey, I want to, I'm a little boy and I want to become a girl. I want, I'm transgender. And you're a parent and you're like, my six year old is not a girl. And I want to take him to counseling to maybe help him work through this. Your counselor can't legally tell the, the child that and he's you a boy. Can't. And you can't. Yeah. Yeah. No one can. It's a, it's illegal now. Yeah. It's, I just, you know what I hmm. fear? What if these, we've seen teachers kind of weaponize kids yeah. so far, you know, mm -hmm. is it that far fetched to think that teachers will then start asking kids in school what have your parents said oh, about yeah. this topic? Johnny's mom said that she, he couldn't be a he couldn't be a homosexual. We need to arrest Johnny's mom. Exactly. Like yeah. you're that just opens the floodgates to infinite amount of possibilities to go right to the kids and bypass the parents. 
Yeah, and and we see it in our own military, right? So now that they open it all up for surgeries and you can go into the military and get your sex change operation and all that. Get it paid for. Yep. You get it paid for. So you get into the military. We got tons of this going on. You get into the military. As soon as you get there, you say, oh, no, I'm not male anymore. I want to be female. Yep. So then they start putting you on hormone therapy. Well, once you're on hormone therapy, they can't put you out in the field. You can't be deployed. You can't be deployed once you're on hormone therapy. So now you're stuck in an office somewhere, but while you're waiting on your surgery and we as the taxpayers are paying for all that. So they go into the military just to do that. Um, so they don't ever have to see the front lines, number one. And number two, they go in because everything gets paid for. Which, as a side note, Trump put a stop to that. Well, but it's been re... It has been. But I mean, when he was in office, he put a stop to that and everybody attacked him. Oh, yeah, you know, you're whatever, transphobic or whatever. No, he was just being a good steward of our taxpayer dollars. Right. You want the surgery, go pay for it. Yeah. I mean, how does how does joining the military just so you can get a sex change operation help defend the country if you're not allowed to go to battle? Well, what, what, because the, they're only joining for that and then they're going to get know, dishonorably like, discharged. Yeah, but if you're looking at it from the taxpayer point of right. view, it's like, I'm not, I'm not paying for you to go get a sex change. I'm paying for you to go defend my right. freedom. Exactly. Yeah. And, and now you can't. Right. And, the, and yeah, we see the falling away of a lot of our institutions mm -hmm. and that's one of them because of this. But my, my, my concern is that this breach of individual Christianity, your own walk with the Lord, your family's walk with the Lord, this, this demonic uh, attack on all speech in that way is literally weaseling its way into your home. And who knows, Alexa may convict you. 100%. Yeah. Very it's not possible. too far fetched. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right, we had enough fun for one day. <laughs> okay, sorry we didn't bring you guys any good news. Um, well, there is good news. There's a song. There's a song, yes. So <laughs> there's a song being sung in a country that is still uh, kind of free, I guess, all of us. Like, it's in America. We're still fighting for this. Um, so this is from uh, Albany, New York. And I don't know, I thought it was kind of catchy. I love it when that's people the get hit. creative. That's the hit for, yeah. for 2022. That's the that's the song that'll go viral. But I mean, here we go. We just looked at protests that are happening across the world. This is happening in New York, where obviously they're, you know, enacting some pretty tyrannical stuff or trying to. Um, but it's coming. I mean, it's here. I shouldn't say it's coming. It's here. It's just a matter of how bad we're going to allow it to get. Yeah. And when will people awaken and rise up? Yep. But if you are awakened, well, if you're watching this, you're awakened, but you better be an insider. Yes. And if you want to become an insider with AGA, you can go to AG, text AGA to 330-619-4497. Again, that's 330-619-4497. You can become an insider, receive updates from us as, uh, as they come out and also find us on all the different, uh, outlets yep. and, uh, yeah. Get, it, get us on Rumble, uh, you know, YouTube while we're still there, you know, Getter's been good, Facebook, obviously, and AGA.network. And if you have a story, if you have something going on, we received some comments on YouTube about people saying this is more in depth of a story than what we reported on because we did sort of an overview of a topic. And they, uh, and they said that 
wow, this is more happening. We want to have you on the show. We want to have a dialogue with you and find out really what's going on on the ground. Our goal at the America's Greatest Awakening Network is to have reporters in every county and every state all around the country to see what's going on so that we can hold those people accountable that are elected to represent us. So uh, become an insider, but also just comment back on one of our videos and and we'll connect with you and make sure that we get you on the air. Right. And, and those reporters aren't reporters those reporters are you 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 so yeah. you're experiencing it you're the ones that, that this is happening to you and if you want to speak out have your voice heard contact us let us know we'll bring you on we'll like, you know what i would love to see i would love to see moms and dads all over the country connected with aga and they say listen i got a story i was at my school board meeting or i was at yeah. my town hall meeting or i was somewhere and i recorded this or or i want to record this how do i do it we've got tons of resources to show you to teach you how to do it um, but we need reporters on the ground who are just regular people who are saying i'm fed up with tyranny, I'm fed up with the ruling elite telling me how to eat, what to do. Um, I want freedom. If you're a freedom reporter, uh, we want you. Love it. Freedom reporters. That's going to stick. All right, everybody. Uh, that's it for today. We'll be back with you next week. Uh, as always, until then, stay awake.